Welcome to the Custom Underground Podcast, episode number five. five. How's it going, now everyone? Now available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and of course our favorite, YouTube. Yeah, that's a big thank you to uh, Nick Manua uh, at nickmanua.com, or not.com, at Instagram, and uh, at manuafigs. M-A-N-I-W-A-F-I-G-S on Instagram as well. So big shout out to Nick. Thank you for Thank uh, you very, us on very iTunes. much. We're very appreciative of all your hard work and getting us out there to the public. Yeah, on my uh, on my flight uh, just this past week, I've listened to it. So uh, you guys got to listen to it, download it. Uh, if you guys even don't listen to it, just download it. Like, subscribe. Like, uh, you know, I think there's a rating system probably on iTunes. So the more you download it, just download it, you guys. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Let's just go with Nike's logo. Just, just do it. So we got a we got a big episode today. Uh, we're interviewing Elite Fourteen Figs, uh, X from Britain. From Britain. Uh, we're really excited because he's one of our biggest U- uh, UK talents over there, and uh, it was cool to have him on. It was now yeah. international. Yeah, we're we're totally international. And next season, we already got a lot of interest from Mexico, uh, another one. So we'll be really exciting. I know we got a couple of our Mexican brothers on here this season, and uh, this is this is gonna be exciting. And there are so many matchups. Like I said on social media, we have final matches in the first round, potential final matches in the second round. Because of that and so on and so forth. And anyone, I believe, in this um, competition can hit a home run because these guys are super talented. And as judges, it's going to be very, very tough. And as the fans, you get some of the vote. It's going to be tough for you to decide between these customs because they're going to be so well done. Yeah, I mean, and I I hope that once you guys, you know, check out some of our older podcasts, uh, you guys... Uh, really start to uh, like these customizers as much as we do because they're really cool people too. I know our interviews with uh, Beyond One Rockage Brony, that was one of our best episodes. And then our last one with Angel Falcon was really cool. I mean, he's such a he's such a cool dude. Like, we're going to definitely have him on in the future, um, even after this season, and uh, shoot the shit with him. So, we're, we're Absolutely. Glad. He's a nice young talent coming up, and he's really perfecting some of his work and customs and i think that he has a bright future as do a lot of people in this contest and we're very excited and if you want to be on this show and you're in our contest or if you aren't on in our contest but want to be on this show certainly get a hold of us on social media the custom underground and we'll do our best to get you on the show yeah and so without further ado we're gonna throw it to our interview with elite or x iv underscore elite figs uh, with a Z, um, right now. Hello, we are live here with Jordan Davidson, all the way from the UK. Woo! Yeah, what time is it over there? It's crazy. Uh, ten past nine. Oh man, there it is. Yeah. Excellent. So we had you on today. We want to discuss a few things with you, including we're going to be talking about torso cracking. So stay tuned to the end of this interview because for beginners, it will be very useful. And for experts, you might pick up some tips because we have two experts on torso cracking here. So first of all, what's your experience with masked wrestlers? 
Um, three. Three, no, two I've done so far. I've done uh, Son of Havoc, and I found out his name the other day. It was Blue Demon Jr. <laughs> I had to do some research. I forgot. We only got um, Lutcher Underground um, through alternative means. So after season one, it's gone. I've got to wait till it comes on our Netflix. It's not on Netflix over there yet? Nope, nothing. And because it's so old, you can't um, torrent or... Anything like that. That's crazy. So um, I got up to, spoiler, Ricochet. Um, Prince Puma w- winning. That was where I got to. And then after that, it just went. Yeah, he pretty much goes um, on a dominant title streak. So <laughs> I did guess that a little. Um, Matt Cross, as I've shown, I don't know if you can show the picture yourself, but this was, this was my first masked wrestler. Retweeted by, reposted even by himself. Oh man, that's awesome. Um, never completed it. Out of the park, you hit a home run. Retweet by the master himself. Yeah, I was quite happy. I did a a couple of lutches. I did um, Chavo in his new attire. He he sent me a message, which my uh, my kid was happy about. He thought I was best mates with Chavo. That's cool. Um, I want to say Big Zeke. That's what he changed his name to, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Was it, who was that? Yeah, yeah. It was um, Zeke or Jackson, so basically with Brock Lesnar shorts on. Um, and then my Matt Cross and my Pentagon. But as I said the other day, the new one's going to be uh, coming soon. That's exciting. Have you done any British wrestlers? No. No. <laughs> That's like... <laughs> oh no! Tell a lie, Marty. I've done Marty. You've done Girl, what? School. Girl, the villain. Yeah. Oh, okay. The villain. Okay. So, what's your process with customs? What do you look for when you're doing custom? Uh, break it down for us. Uh, to start with, because I've just got back into it, I sort of just went with what I've got. Um, you know, a couple of them was just part swaps, Adam Cole, those sort of things. But I've, I've seemed to have. Caught a customer from Australia. Um, he's had about four off me so far. Um, so at the minute, I've sort of closed commissions. I'm just working on my own personal collection. And uh, we've got Kurt Hawkins, um, Cody Rhodes, Jeff, and potentially Matt um, working on for the Australian customer. Oh, man. It sounds like I'm busy. <laughs> he's had Adam Cole, he's had Marty, he's had Seth Gold Rush NXT, and he's had um, the second version of Jinder that I've just completed. All packed up, couldn't even show you. Oh man, that's crazy. That's cool. That's very cool. You got your own VIP. Yeah, well, um, obviously eBay with the fees and that, we got in touch and I'd, we've gone gone past eBay now. He's on Instagram. I'm, I'll drop him a tag in this later on, but uh, you know, dealing out of it, I don't know if you deal in eBay, but you get all those fees. So works both works best if we work together. He saves money, I save fees. Um, I'm doing work for someone as opposed to doing work and then selling. Exactly, and he gets what he wants, so it works out for everybody. Yeah. yeah. So um, how long have you been customizing? This time round two months um looking back at that 
Son of Havoc, that was December 2014. Um, I, had a, I had a massive collection, I had all the CM Punks, I had, um, I had the lot, and then sold them up and moved to Hot Toys. Hey, same here. Then, <laughs> and then and decided that uh, 200, 300, no, it's not worth one figure. So, I still collect my back, Hot Toys. Come back, yeah. Um, um, what was your first custom? Was it the Son of Havoc or? No, the first one, um, was, a, uh, I have done a British wrestler, Mason Ryan, Welsh. Oh, wow. That was, I used to talk to, uh, someone on Facebook, I'm sure his name was Dustin, I want to say Dustin, and, uh, he used to give me all the formulas and I just happened to have Triple H, basic Mason Ryan, um, put some red pants on it into the logo and it it was done. Would you like to see my old school first custom I ever did? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is uh, Jeff Jarrett, obviously the Titan Tron with the bone crunching head, the TNT sunglasses, the uh, Ralph updated slap nut shirt, and the uh, Gareth belt, the electric tape for wristbands. Made from a Stone Cold Steve Austin body, which I thought was cool because they have legit heat in real life. So, I've never yeah. worked on anything other than Mattel. Wow. You're yeah, that's impressive. Right. That's crazy that... Uh, no. you're 30, even... 30, 30 this year. Yeah, you're, you're even older than me. I'm 20. I'm going to turn 28 on Friday. Right? Happy early birthday. Oh, downhill. Saturday. Downhill from there. Saturday. <laughs> So what was your favorite custom that you did? Um, I've Choose done... between your children. <laughs> <laughs> I've done three Finn Balor first demons before there was even a Finn Balor figure. Um, I tried the one for my friend um, and then that took off and then some someone, I can't remember who it was, he bought two. But that was my first time, like, other than... You know, like a Mason Ryan logo. That was my first time at properly sticking some paint on it. That's cool. Um, and I know he's still got it now. I know his kid still plays with it. That's three, four years ago. Oh, man. So how'd you come up with your name? How'd you come up with the 14? Check the charm. 14. Oh, man, that's crazy. Because I'm 13. That's, uh, I have <laughs> the Roman numeral 13 on me. That's crazy. Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry. <laughs> football player. That's awesome, awesome. I use it for all my uh, all my accounts, so just know it's me then. <laughs> so, a lot of young customizers watching this show. What words of wisdom do you have for them? Take your time. <laughs> Patience is a virtue. Take your time. I've um this this mass wrestler. I'm on my second build because the first in fact I'm on my third the first one of this one was rushed and didn't look right the second one I changed it up and that was rushed and it didn't look right and then the third one as you've seen we, we get in there <laughs> yeah it looks nice that's coming have, along very good if I, can, if I can spoil a little I actually have a not the body of course but oh man <laughs> I think that might give it away. watching on audio, Mr. America, not Hulk Hogan, 
It's not Hulk Hogan. I'm telling you. No, it's not. It's just just got the same moustache. That's crazy. I like to sculpt too on my basic bodies. It's weird. I, I, I was doing it on the bodies, and then uh, I was having to go back and repaint and everything. I was thinking, fuck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Macho Man come in handy. I mean, I've, I've got underneath my bed, I must have 40, 50 just basic bodies that I'm never going to use except for, for shoulders. Yeah. Those are harder to torso crack, speaking of uh, torso yes, cracking. Yes, they are. Like, like, I was going to say, when you get on the torso cracking, it's probably a good idea for new people to try on the basics. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only the only problem I find is that the necks, you can't crack the neck. The neck seems to, yeah, yeah. It's the glue. I think the glue in the neck is just so. There's so many pegs in um, that one piece of plastic. I think it makes it hard to separate the two. Well, I was, it was something. I'm sure it was the, the the older versions that they've seen quite hard to crack. Yeah. Compared to the new ones as well. Yeah. I don't know whether they've just like cheapened on the glue and stuff. I think they used, yeah, like more hardcore glue because that plastic's also more brittle, I feel like, in the older figures. it's uh, They don't want to crack at all, man. It's, no. <laughs> it's bad. Don't be cracking. So do you have any advice on how to crack those necks? Do you heat it more? Do you? I've got this. I'm not going to do it, but I've, I used to just heat with the hairdryer. This is the same one I inherited and I've had for all the time. Not very powerful, you know, but I was using that and it and it, it weren't getting there and then I was burning my hands too much. So what I do now, boiling water, chuck it in the water for 30 seconds to a minute, take it out, just dry it up because the worst thing I find is that when you tip it upside down to cut, you get the boiling water on you. Mm-hmm. Then so, there. Um, boiling water. What you wanted, to, I don't know if you can see uh, the slit at the top. You call the you call these exacto knives, don't you? Or yeah, yeah. This is a stand, Stanley knife. So you get your Stanley knife, cut your slit, and then get your hairdryer and just heat that and heat that, and you'll see that it starts popping away. Cut the bottom of the shoulder. Heat and heat and heat. Gloves, towel, whatever you need to use. Screwdriver, flathead. Not too big, not too small, because if it's too small, you'll have a pressure point and you'll break the plastic and you'll have white parts. Yeah. Too big and obviously stress marks. Stress marks on the plastic. Stress marks. Yeah. Always work on the back, not the front, because you're going to want to display your figures at the front. Turn your shoulder to the back so you've got the slot there. Screwdriver fits in and just pop, pop. Next side, pop, pop. Reheat again. Eventually, you'll start hearing a cracking noise. Just take it slow. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's also yeah. something I learned the hard way too. Is uh, when I do use a screwdriver in front, I go on the the pectoral. Yeah, and then you break the. Uh... Yeah, because yeah, that always... was a good tip in there. Always work in the back because you're going to see the front. That was a really good tip thrown in there. Yeah, and then well, I'll if you out. if you I'll go for that. yeah, if you go underneath the pectoral, like right underneath here uh that's where like the plastic is like the thinnest that i find too so like that's where your stress marks would happen but if you go up like in the bulkier part of the plastic where his peck is then uh it, it doesn't stress mark either so that's that's something i've done lately too yeah make sure that you work from side to side because you might find that one side's open and the other isn't and then when you do finally pop it pegs inside are just going to snap on the one side now, do you re-glue your torsos when you reassemble them? or? Um, I have done and I haven't. Um, 
it, it depends how much trimming I've got to do on the inside, really, because uh, you know yourself. When, once you crack one, the plastic just it ain't the same, is it? And the trouble is, you get glue in the cracks, and then you start spilling on the outside, and then you've got to start trying to cover that up or sand it down. So I, t I tend not to, um, you know, when, when I sell them on eBay and stuff, I, I always put these aren't these aren't toys; these are for display. Play at your own, play at your own risk, you know. I mean, my own, my own personal ones at the minute they're just in in the cupboard until I get some room for them. But I haven't glued none of them. Speaking of your cupboard, if you should win the Covenant Reaper Cup, where will you put it? Short term, bedside table because I'm I'm rubbing it in a little bit. <laughs> um, after that, I'd probably go in my kids' bedroom. I keep the couple of trophies I have. Won. Nice. So I'll go in there. I think. Excellent. And then I, I might just carry it around the house a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Nothing wrong with that. You know, take pictures in various places with your trophy, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really excited because I think you're one of the, I mean, I, I hesitate to even call you an amateur because, like, your work is, is much better than an amateur. Like, I I think that uh, I could de definitely see you being in the uh, semifinal, and, and I think that you'd give any guy on the other side of the bracket a run for their money. So, I mean, I'm really excited. Yeah, it's the age. That's what it is. <laughs> it's the patience. A lot of free time when you're 30. It's the patience. I, um... I was going to say, my opponent, I don't know who he is, so uh, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't speak about him, but, you know, he might, he might come up with something absolutely spot on. But I'd be excited for that. Who is, who is his opponent, Pat? Uh, Ian, 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 and I've got it. Oh, Ian, uh, he's got that yeah. weird last name. Uh, yeah. Let me just have a look for you. I, I think I think he, he followed me on Instagram and I messaged him saying like, "Is this you?" But I didn't get a reply. <laughs> so Ian Hoes something, yeah. Oh, he's oh Maybe, yeah yeah uh, oh yeah. That's our Texas friend. He's uh, he's uh, missing. He just got electricity back. Oh yeah 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 yeah. 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 That's probably yeah. why he was in the middle of the hurricane, or by the hurricane over here in the U.S. <laughs> Yeah, we've heard there's another one there now, isn't there? Yeah, in Florida. Yes, there is in the Florida area. But he has checked in safe, and he did get electricity back, and he's working very hard, so you should be scared. <laughs> no, just kidding. But I think it's going to be a really good match, and I really think that you know anyone can hit a home run here and eliminate anybody, and uh, there are some really talented people. When we started this, obviously when you start anything – you want the very best to sign up. I mean, if you start, you know, racing, you want NASCAR guys and, you know, everything. You want the best, but you don't always get them. But I think in this case, we really got the most talented people out there in this contest. And I'm really excited to see what everyone produces. Same here. Absolutely. We appreciate uh, you taking time out of your day and uh, chatting with us over here because it's like we're on such different time zones. <laughs> Well, I, to be honest, I was expecting Thursday. I'm sure I said Thursday, but... Well, that's what... It was funny because... I'd like, I'd like uh, to quickly get ready. He <laughs> <laughs> was telling me Thursday, too. I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm busy Thursday. So he's like, no, what about Tuesday? And I was like, oh, I, I misread for Thursday. But he wrote Tuesday, so I was like, okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm glad we made it work, though. 
Well, we made it work, yeah. and that's what counts. Exactly. And I do like your shirt, the Villain Club. Very nice. She doesn't know that one either. <laughs> <laughs> well, when she's not looking, go online. We have a custom uh, club shirt up. You know, just go ahead and get it. and you know, Just send me one when I win. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> In gold. In gold. Yeah, In gold. yeah. There you go. Excellent. It's been great having you on. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your tips. We really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. See you later. Bye-bye. Okay, so we are here with Jordan, and he has a very special surprise for all you, a free figure giveaway. Free, 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 free. Take it away, Jordan. Right, so this month, I haven't announced what the figure is or anything, but I'm running... Just a free giveaway. All you got to do. Awesome. Like the picture, repost the picture, tag me in it. Use the hashtag XIV giveaway one indigo. Sorry, X-ray indigo violet giveaway one. That's it. Once uh, the month's out, I'll decide or I'll vote on two or three that I'm going to give away. Um, tag everyone back in it, and we'll take it from there. That's awesome. And this is on Instagram, correct? On Instagram, correct. And throw us your name on Instagram. It is XIV underscore Elite Figs with a Z. Awesome. Cool. Check <laughs> it out. He has some excellent work on there. And the free figure giveaway is going to be spectacular. It's going to be something great. I know it. Well, all of his work's great, so it's going to be something great. But. Hashtag. Okay. Hashtag XIV giveaway one. You've got till the first of next month. So they got. Then, they got twenty-five more days, right? Twenty-five yep. days for free, 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 free figure giveaway. Which is huge, man. That's that's uh, that's an awesome prize. I think that's a great idea. And I'll cover postage. I'll cover the lot. It's completely free. You just gotta repost the image. Is that USA, Canada, and Mexico included? Yeah, if those storms stop. There we go. You guys heard it? Excellent. Very excited. I'm gonna be reposting, reposting, reposting. Hey. <laughs> One inch per person. <laughs> <laughs> One entry per person. No. He's got three accounts no, here. Really you better nice watch thing that you're doing, and we hope that it gets your name out there because. Um, you're someone that we're very excited about in the customizing world. So, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, well, that, that's that's the plan. At the end of the day, get out there a little bit. You know, someone wins something awesome. for free. So. Yeah, awesome. I I seen a lot of people already doing it, so I'm excited. Not that many, to be honest. We've got less than twenty at the minute, but. And now that's to... on the Custom Underground podcast, everyone will do it because it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate awesome. having you back on here. No problem. Thank you. See ya. Thank you. Yeah, Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is the Custom Underground Podcast. And we are about to look at some of the work-in-progress pictures that we have for you that have been coming in. Some amazing work. Some very talented people in this contest. Yeah, this is an amazing uh, competition so far. And we're going to try to also 
audibly describe the work so those of you listening on iTunes which hopefully is a lot of you as well um go to like our uh, YouTube page uh, you know subscribe to us and uh let's check out these work in progress so the first one we got here uh Patrick you want to throw it up on your screen is it Will I think I got it here Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay, <laughs> let's do this. Will and... Jonas, who is coming to us in GI Joe form, very interesting. Uh, we are the X division. There are no weight limits. There are no scale limits. We accept everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, did we did we show him last week in this one or not? We showed him last week, but he has since updated his figure. And he wanted us to get out there. Do we want to show the the latest picture then? No, we don't want to no, show no, no, the no. absolute latest. We want to show the one with the belt and the microphone. That is the latest, isn't it? <clears throat> well, there's two of them. I think I only sent you one, though. So, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I... So, we're going to show this one. Here we go. This Excellent. <clears throat> cool. Nice use of accessories. For those of us on the audio side of things, he has the G.I. Joe... Um, wrestling belt from Sergeant Slaughter. He has the microphone, which I believe is from the uh, Build and Brawl Roddy Piper. Uh, a very nice samurai. We have some Green Bay Packler gold and then yellow. <laughs> he might, uh, yeah, this this is hard to explain because it's a fantasy attire. It looks like a, it almost looks like a Japanese wrestler in his walkout gear. I'm really digging it. Looks very, uh, dynasty like if, if that's even a word <laughs> yes he's done a very good job uh again he's competing in gi joe form yeah it looks like uh it's got like a glacier face mask which i'm really digging and it's got like kind of like a, a armor um like sash type thing like pentagon uh, or like a samurai you know so uh yeah it, it's a great looking piece uh this is definitely his medium that he works with so uh, we're excited because this is coming out, you know, guns blazing, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and then let's go on the uh, Rocket Jabroni over here. His picture is amazing. I think, uh, man, he looks... This this uh, this is almost, you know, you this doesn't even bring any words to my mind. It looks so flawless. Uh, you can see a sculpt right now. He's really sculpting a, a, a torso, like a... a t-shirt type thing but it's a little smoother for that so uh man rocky jabroni is amazing I, I know we've already said that we've talked to him uh he's one of my favorite customizers so uh man this is that head sculpt is pretty amazing yeah and uh you know without giving any teasers who, who of who he's working on uh this is going to be a custom body type he's doing a lot of sculpting work and it's really smooth i mean that's not. I don't even think he's sanded it yet, and it's looking that smooth. So I'm re I'm really excited to see what he comes up with. Uh, the final product should be insane. So uh, those are our work in progress so far. We got a couple others, but I don't think we're at liberty to show everyone yet. But needless to say, we've seen uh, Beyondo's work too. And uh, I get, what, what do you want to say about Beyondo's work? For me, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. We've seen almost. All of them in some stage or another, uh, some of them in the earlier stages. And the work, the talent uh, going into this is amazing. And I think that it's going to be very close a race. Some of these matchups are going to go down to the wire. And uh, you 
the fans might swing a vote or two. So yeah, yeah. Uh, be sure to tune in when we start our voting, which is coming up very soon. Yeah, we're and I think the way we're going to probably do it is have a, a side-by-side on our... I don't know. What's the best way to do it? Should we have two separate pictures on all of our social media? That way for Instagram we can, uh, you know like it or should we do a side by side of the each contest i don't know that's a that's a good question we can side by side i would think of each so we know who they're voting for in the head-to-head matches but that's true that's true we're certainly willing to take input and advice from anyone out there so if you have thoughts on this matter also if you have thoughts on future themes we are entertaining ideas for future themes of the contest yeah, we got some good Very ones so far. Very good uh, shout-outs to uh, the people on our Facebook group who have come up with some interesting ideas, such as one half of tag teams, uh, Japanese wrestlers, uh, heavier set wrestlers. ECW. Yeah, ECW. I mean, that, there's a lot of great ideas. And uh, thank you guys for responding. It's always exciting when uh, we get some good uh, conversation happening on there and uh so if you guys haven't liked our page or joined our group yet do so um we absolutely love interacting with the fans uh this is the reason we do it is you guys uh we want to get some of these hard-working customizers names out there that are just beginning and some of these veterans who are returning like Biondo, who came back out of custom retirement for this very contest. Yeah. We're appreciative of that. Uh, we just want to get their name out there. We want to get our name out there. And we want to grow this so that we can bring up the best entertainment for you, the fans. Yeah, so let's. Uh, we're, we're going to kind of start shifting our focus here on the podcast. And uh, we're still going to talk about everything we've talked about before. But I think uh, both of us have kind of talked back and forth. And uh, we, we think that it's going to be best, too, to to have a segment focusing on an aspect of customizing each week. So uh, this week we're going to talk about torso cracking. I think that's the biggest question. Uh, but for future episodes, let us know. Uh, I know Biondo, uh, this won't be a spoiler, but um, he's he's really good at even crotch cracking <laughs> for these figures. And that's something that's really hard to do. And uh, we'll, we Tell won't touch on that today. That. But, uh, <laughs> but it's really hard to do. And uh, I'd love to have him on the show in this discuss that because that's something we haven't even seen on our other you know facebook groups and stuff so uh let's talk about torso cracking this will be our subject for this week um if you're tuning in if you do customs this will be a treat because not only have you heard what elite had to say on the subject but you'll also hear uh, what both of us have to say on it so uh let's start that now um well, i'd yeah. like to start by saying i'd absolutely like to have beyondo on here to uh find out about the uh crotch cracking because uh like you say it's not really talked about on uh places like wrestling uh customs 101 and things like that and other places that i'm in so i would like to have mine we're sending this official invite out to you now and um i mean the tough part about that too is you uh, on not all not all Mattel figures have the ball joint hips. So the ones that don't actually have uh, like a little rubber surround that plugs into the, the top part of the thigh, uh, the, the I guess the hip joint. And um, for that piece, it's actually like a plastic piece. It's not a, a soft, flexible plastic one like some of the newer Mattel, uh, the, some of the newer elites. So 
the best way to paint the back of that is, you know, it's tough to take it off. You can get it hot enough, and you can maybe slip it off, but it's going to be hard to get back on. But uh, what Biondo did was uh, crack the crotch, and that allowed him to be able to paint the whole thing perfectly um, and then reassemble it. And that's something that is like shows a true professional. As if Biondo wasn't already like, you know, already considered one of the, the biggest professionals in this, uh, his work in progress picture showed that. And uh, we're, we're going to ask him, too, if we could show that, because I think you guys would all really appreciate that. Um, but so so on that note, yes, I agree with Pat. We definitely need to have Biondo on here talking about that. And, uh, you know, the, one of the big biggest questions right now is everyone's scared to torso crack. And that's one of the things I've always got questions of, and, and there's always questions on the forums. And uh, maybe I'll do a, you know, companion video to this, showing some since I got to do some upstairs later here today anyway. So... The biggest thing for torso cracking is, let's get into it, is, I mean, you have to pop off the head first. So my method of, you know, if you're if you're just removing a head, you can always use a, a, a blow dryer, a heat gun. Heat gun's a little too much, but blow dryer or uh, my favorite method, which is boiling water. So That's the method I use. For, is for, the, yeah, no, go, go ahead. Yeah, for that, you know, um, you can just have like a little cup. This is the way I do, at least. I have a little cup put it in the microwave for about a minute, minute and a half, and stick the figure in there and go ahead and remove the head. But yeah. I'm not a professional, so let's talk to <laughs> the professional true. about what he does. Yeah, so for me, I, I do something similar too. If I'm doing, you know, one figure and doing like a limb swap or, or going to crack the torso, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll fill up a coffee mug, uh, you know, to the top with some water, put it in there for about two and a half minutes because I like it steaming hot. Uh, absolutely boiling up and then uh, I put the figure in there and I wait because once the boiling water you know when I was younger I would put it in the pot as you know on the stove while it was boiling and that that's that's dangerous it, I made it work but that was with the old Jack's figures but it's dangerous so now you know I would do the uh, coffee mug and I'd keep it in there for a couple minutes um, couple minutes and, and let him let it, the plastic get soft that's really what you got to be thinking about here is you know, reverse engineering the torso here on a Metal Elite figure. The both parts are plastic, and they have pigs that you know, male and female that insert into each other. <laughs> and trying to keep this talk very scientific here, uh, there's a glue between the two that needs to be softened up. But then also the plastic itself. If you heat it beyond a point, it becomes pliable. Um, the torso is not as much as some of the other ones. The I think Mattel elites are comprised of two to three different kinds of plastic, and that's why a lot of times you see discolorations in in the paint. But what I do is is put a boiling water. So there's two ways to get there. One for me is put it in a mug. And put the water in a mug, not with the figure yet, uh, two, and a, two and a half minutes uh, till it's bubbling. Take it out, put the figure in there right away. Um, for me, what is, what is always a good sign is when I see the the the, the tif difference in temperature react inside the mug. So when I put in a figure uh, in inside a boiling mug, it bubbles up right away. And, and I, I like that because I like knowing that the water gets into the torso. For me, mentally, my, my psychology is I want to get as much water into the torso as possible and soften up all that plastic and all that glue. And, and I want it to allow for it to be longer. So my point is if you can, you know, if you're patient enough, wait until you if you think that the water is right there beyond, you know, warming up to where it's like room temperature. So for me it's like two, three minutes also waiting for the torso. That's idea. And then you know, this is presuming you have the head off already. 
If not, the hit's really easy to pop off at this point. You just grab it off with your bare hands. Uh, you know, Elite brought up a good point. Shake off the water. I don't dry him Absolutely, off. Absolutely, yeah. I don't I dry him off. I recommend but, yeah. shaking the figure because you can burn yourself and uh, bad things will happen. It's, so definitely shake the figure. Very hot water. And this is something that you also shouldn't do if you're under, like, 16 without supervised, you know, supervision from a parent. But uh, this is also something you practice at when you get better at it. So... The more you practice, the better you get at it. Um, so I wait for about two, two and a half minutes, and then I'll take the figure out. And my first uh, thing is with the – I use a box cutter knife. I know uh, Jordan used an exacto, or as they say in the U.K., a Stanley knife, which I just <laughs> learned that. But um, to me, that doesn't provide – enough leverage for me i still it's it's just as great it's just dangerous you know for you know for some just getting into it i like a box cutter because it allows me to put my whole fist around it and apply the pressure on the tip without thinking it's going to slide out and stab me in the hand um so i like to use a box cutter and just gently you know cut alongside the top side of the neck where you know the head would be on um just to get i think that's where the plastic bonds the most so as long as you start creating that crack it allows for the water to help do the rest the next part is i'll use this a flathead screwdriver and uh elite brought up a good point too you know starting on the back that's a great point because you don't want there to be stress marks um i like to go that's back and forth point. though i like to go back and forth and and something i said in that interview and I'll, I'll restate it again is you know your stress marks are going to occur in the areas on the torso with the least amount of plastic uh, so underneath the pectoral and underneath one of your back shoulder muscles in the back of the figure, uh, where the dips are at in the plastic is where your stress marks are going to always occur if you put the screwdriver there. So try not to do that. Um, I think the Elite brought up another good point, which is that you should practice on basics because yeah. they're cheaper. So yeah. do it a couple times on a basic before you try it on an Elite figure. And, you know, possibly ruin your lead figure. So That's practice, true. practice, practice is the way of any customizing tip that we get. The only way to perfect it is practice, practice, practice. But I would do it on a basic figure first. Yeah. Doing it on basic figure will always help too because, I mean, I think they're actually harder. And, that you know, that's a one-piece torso. But if you get the basic motions down um, – it's actually really easy. If you get the water hot enough and you get the plastic soft enough, torso crack is really easy. We brought up a good point too earlier that uh, both elite, you know, the older the figure is, the tougher the torso crack it's going to be. Um, someone like old CM Punk figure or from the, you know, 2010, uh, the old elite plastic is, is really tough. It's really glued on there. And if you don't have to torso crack it, I wouldn't. But in the event that you do, it's very important to be patient with it. And don't be afraid to have to warm up your water more. Uh, this is something where, you know, the long game plays off in the end because you don't ruin a part or, you know, even stress marks. You can paint over those. That's not a big deal. But um, you, you'd ideally still not want to do that. So my preferred method is I'll go in the back a little bit on the where the bulk of the muscle is at because so, that's where the plastic's the thickest. Pry just a little bit, see if I can't get a little bit of separation there. And you're looking for the line down where the seam is because that's where the mold is at on the figure. Uh, you're looking for that to start spreading. And then um, I'll do that on both sides. And then I'll go and, and you, you leverage your screwdriver against the, the ball of the shoulder joint. So that way it really pushes, um, it, it really creates that force to where you're pushing it from the inside of the uh, ball joint area 
of the torso mold and you're pushing it outwards and you're kind of creating that pressure to separate them and then i'll go to the front and my favorite place is the pectoral because that's the most plastic there you're i don't want to say guaranteed but almost guaranteed not to get stress marks if you apply the pressure to where that plastic is at its thickest and i find that to be the pectoral um then i chosen one does not endorse this (laughs) In any shape or form, this guarantee that you're not going to get stress marks. <laughs> Send all your complaints to the Mad Reaper. Just kidding. And then, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, you do that. And, and I like to lay them down at that point and, and apply a little bit of pressure. Don't try to break the figure. You know, be easy. If, if you're, That's if you've the very key. Be gentle yeah. at all points. Don't force anything. Yeah, if you've done it properly uh, and the plastic soft enough you don't have to use that much force i've literally and i and i'll do one later um where my torso is literally slide apart like my daniel bryan figures that i've used for so many different of my customs uh those torsos are so easy to take apart and they practically i'm not even kidding they practically take apart themselves for me so once you get the top of the torso way you know once you once you start seeing the seam there my favorite is i try to get a screwdriver into where the uh, the entrance point is into the torso where the shoulder goes. If I can get that kind of piece uh, to where I can top it off once that separation's there, uh, it's it's a home run from there. So let's say, you know, just on a little side note, if I get if I'm able to take an arm out, uh, but I can tell that the 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 torso's cracked enough, you know, if there's an arm out, there's something called a a reverse ring pliers. That's gonna be really hard. It's a specialty tool. I use that, but um, I've also used a needle nose pliers, and this is where this is something that I know Elite didn't talk about, but I've done, and I use a needle nose to insert into the arm you know, the, the shoulder part here where, where the, the arm in the figure goes into the upper torso and I put the needle nose in there and I pull out gently just to create some reverse force and, uh, and then it spreads apart the torso. My other pliers, the reverse ring pliers, uh, you squeeze and it has a spring. So it does the same effect. Um, the point is to open up this, you know, the reverse, like a reverse pliers. Um, so once that torso is separated, you have the the lower abdomen part of the torso. This part is, I think, the the most easiest to break, especially on the old figures. But um, it's also the easiest to separate if you take your time with it. So, depending on how long it took me for my upper torso, and this is just being completely honest, uh, I may move right onto that if it takes me, you know, two minutes and if it was a complete breeze or uh, to be safe typically more often than not i'll put it back in the water i won't necessarily reheat the water at this point if the water's still warm but i will put it in there and let it get back soft get it warmed up again and once it is the plastic needs to be just as soft because this time instead of looking for that separation for me i'm going to force the separation so when i take it out i use my box cutter and i will go straight down to the point here, I'm going to see if I can't take apart this torso. I know those of you listening won't be able to see this, but those of you watching will. And I'll, I'll do a video on this later. But if you've done a successful torso crack, you should end up at this period. Um, for me, we're going to breach the top piece here. The top piece where that rubber connector inside the upper torso will be. Make sure you don't throw that away either. That's what keeps your top torso from you know being wobbly and sliding all over the place. Um, so what you're going to do... Yep is is take my box cutter and I will go right here at the top piece the the most top por- portion of the upper or the lower abs 
and I will slide my blade across the whole level. This is another point where the exacto knife isn't exactly uh, the most ideal tool, at least not for me, because the blade's not long enough. With the box cutter, the blades, you know, you can have it just as long as you need. And I usually have it like a good inch, so I'll put the blade along the entire width of that thing. And I'll cut in, and the plastic will be soft at this point. You know, you got to be very careful. But just just slide in at an angle, and, and you will go right in that crease mark. And this, this part's really fine if you, you mess up the plastic a little bit, although I, I don't. But... uh. If you do, you know, this is this part's hidden on the figure. Uh, so I cut in at an angle, and then I bring it down. Once the, piece, the top part of the, the tip of the blade's in, I bring it down. And then in doing so, I slice what is usually probably the, uh, I think is the top pig in here. And that's not a bad thing because you get, if you can retain, if you can refrain, if, well, let me, let me rephrase it. If you can retain the connecting piece on the lower part that does show on the figure, like the, the, I guess the love handle area, or what would you call that? This, the side of the lower torso. Um, if you can keep that flush when you reassemble the figure, that's a win in my eyes. Um, so for me, I want to do all my work that I have to do separating it on the top part that's not showing. Um, that being said, I'll, I will cut the sides too if they haven't already shown signs of separating. But ideally, you don't want to put a screwdriver, and I've seen some people do this, you don't want to put a screwdriver on the sides push it out like right inside here because that's going to be a part where this part uh will definitely have a stress mark like without doubt if you apply pressure there uh that will end up with the stress mark because the plastic is really weak there it's really thin and not only that you risk breaking off your um i guess your your hinge your joint hinge here for the upper torso because this plastic it's only molded into one half of that torso. So if you use it as a leverage point, you know, putting your screwdriver in here, but using this 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 hinge as a leverage point, this peg, uh, you will snap that peg off too, and your torso will be completely unusable. So I like to take a knife, cut down the whole point. I, I push it down till that hinge, about that deep, and then at that point, the torso is usually cracked. And now with my box cutter, I'll, I'll tilt it just a little bit. I'll torque the knife just a little bit like it would be a flathead and get it to move. And and if at that point I start seeing some separation, I'll pull out the box cutter, I'll put in my flathead, put it down in there, and usually just putting it in there enough, it creates enough of the, the tension to release the, the joint. If not, I put it in there, I, I put it in as far as I can, and then, you know, use that as leverage and it's cracked it's open now you have two separate pieces if it doesn't crack on that point i will go cut down the sides with the box cutter and uh if it's really stubborn up top or if it's really stubborn on the bottom that's where the glue is i will it's going to be tough and i'll gently try to you know put it on the side where there's a lot of uh likelihood of stress but i don't push it and if it's at that point i will reheat it and try to go in underneath the singe point and if i can't create if, the, if there's not a, a a space there for me to insert my um flathead i will use my knife or my box cutter try to create a little opening and then use my flathead and gain entry off to the side here and use a crack just like i would if it was the the arm joint and uh at that point you'll take it off some figures have and some figures don't for some reason i don't know if it's a factory have the black rubber square piece that goes on top of the torso or the crotch pig to keep the torsos from sliding around 
some pieces don't need it, uh, but don't throw that part away either, and uh, you've successfully cracked the torso. It's pretty, it's pretty easy. It's a long process, but it's one that takes practice and the patience. Practice, practice, yeah, practice, 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 patience, patience, patience. And if there's one tip, I you know, remind myself of it's it's letting this plastic get hot. That's what you want to do. You want to let this plastic get hot because it gets soft. And when the plastic gets soft, so does the glue. And that will take away all your problems. To me, a hairdryer works, but it's very tough. It's very tough. And it takes a lot of time. And your hands get burnt, like Elite said. Uh, so the best way to do it is with boiling water. Now I think you brought up a good point of the box cutter versus X-Acto knife. Nothing wrong if you use an exacto knife and it works for you, but yeah. I do think with that uh, box cutter, you do get that extra little grip, and uh, it's a little easier to work with. So yeah. if you're starting out, I would recommend the box cutter over the exacto knife. And you know, the box cutter doesn't even need to be tremendously sharp. Mine's, you know, probably so dull, uh, but it, it's such a fine point that it does help to cut whatever it needs to cut. You know, and you can not... get box cutters just about anywhere. Yeah, and super knives is a little harder to find. So that's true. That's true. They're super cheap, and uh, yeah, no, that's that's my biggest tip. And you know, if I'm working on a lot of figures, which I've cracked a lot at a time before, um, I use no. a electric teapot, and that is my boiling water. I'll be able to have a couple cups waiting. I'll pour my teapot in there, pour the boiling water, both of them, let it sit, and if I'm going to have to do another run, I'll put on the electric teapot again. And have hot water waiting for me. So oh, that's a good idea. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a newer one. So this segment has been brought to you by the NWO. That's our non-sponsor for today. Yeah, but our Mad Reaper Studios is our sponsor, and uh, that was me breaking it down. So it was awesome. I mean, and we just thought you guys would like to, you know, know some of this content. You know, that's what I would. You know, we created this podcast. So for something that we would listen to so for me that's one of the big things i was talking to pat earlier and yeah i want to know you know when i listen to podcasts or a custom one i expect to know some custom tips so uh we're hoping to you know really blend our style i think we're really catching our flow now and uh, if i were to say i think our last episode is probably our best one to date and uh this one hopefully will be next so we're getting better check out mad reaper studios on youtube later today possibly tomorrow there might be a video um following up on things that we talked about today with torso cracking getting into a little bit of news which we occasionally do i saw a post on facebook now this is a tough one this is almost an unanswerable question but who would you put on your mount rushmore of wrestlers I mean, for me, I would definitely put Hogan on there, uh, Flair. But past that, you got two spots. Do you go Japan? Do you go Mexico? Do you go Indy? I mean, like I say, it's almost yeah. I think that's question. yeah. I completely agree. I think I think you almost have to break it down to each country because I feel like in Mexico, it's such a uh, you know, it's such a deep, deeply rooted part of the culture and. That one would definitely, you know, feature Blue Demon, Dr. Wagner, uh, Santo. Like, it's there's so many legends over there. But as far as the U.S., I completely agree. It's tough because I would, I would, I would agree. You know, I, I don't want to just be like I agree, I agree. But uh, 
with Ric Flair and Hogan, it's hard to deny their spots on there. Even in Hogan in recent memory, I was just I had the chance to you know visit his beach shop that he just opened in Orlando in April. It's his second location or something, I believe. But um, yeah, the other one's in Daytona. Okay, yeah, yeah, and it's it's really hard to deny his presence being felt it was like i was it felt like when i visited the vatican almost and i hate to say that uh but it was like you felt like a a force there you know seeing all the all the memorabilia all the there's historic... a lot of great memorabilia yeah. at least the one in daytona beach where i actually met nixie rocks for the first time she's a independent wrestler so and wow. also uh on tna for a while yeah and they... so yeah we actually met up there for the first time and That's hung out cool. for a little while that's cool. And I mean, they had a great selection of elite figures over there, so I was I was impressed. Oh, really? Yeah, actually, they had a wall stacked. Uh, I checked out a couple Toys R Uses, and I guess I mean we're all figure nerds on here anyway, so I'll talk about real quick what I got. I I found some Kiss retro figures, the like old uh, the Funko style ones, except I don't think Funko made these ones. And then I found a uh, the My Ghostbusters Kiss figure, by the way. Which one? It's Kiss Batman. Oh, Kiss Batman. <laughs> so, uh, Kiss Batman. Uh, That's awesome. That was my favorite. Kiss That's game. awesome. Well, or the demon. Speaking of, I mean, the demon, He, you know, we, we'll we have to talk about the demon WCW sometime. Kiss was one of my favorite rock bands as a kid because they had face paint. And uh, obviously that followed me through even adulthood because people in masks are badass. So, anyways, I, uh, I also got the DC Direct Ghostbusters. I was a big fan of the original Ghostbusters film. So... It's Absolutely. always I, I couldn't ever find uh, each each of the Ghostbusters in one Toys R Us. So instead, of, I just never wanted to just buy one and like kind of haunt the rest because it's exhausting toy hunting for something that's not your like mm-hmm. thing. So and you I, don't want to have like two Ghostbusters right. and not the rest. Yeah, so. and it's a very OCD. I think we're all a little bit OCD in that sense where we have to have like a complete set. So for me, I found a Toys R Us in Florida that had all four of them. So I was like, I'm getting them 15 bucks each. That's a that's a deal too. That I think, with how many different hands and accessories they have, that's a great price for action figures these days. So, I got a whole set of them. So they're over here on my side. Uh, I'll have to show them later. But uh, then the last one was uh, GI Joe. I know Pat's a big fan of GI Joe. No, Absolutely. Way more about it than I ever will. But for me, as a kid, I've always liked one guy, and it should come as no surprise because he also wears a mask. And no, it's not Cobra Commander. It's Destro. So I found this old reissue of the 25th anniversary Destro, and he happens to fit in my figure packaging. So uh, yeah, I got Destro. I was pretty happy for that. King so. of GI Joe, <laughs> my friends at Marauder Task Force, which do GI Joe yeah. uh, scale and accessories, are having a Kickstarter. Please check it out on Kickstarter.com. That's awesome. Pledge, pledge, pledge. They've been very good to me in the past, so I just wanted to give a shout-out. What is the Kickstarter also, about? We should talk about that. The Kickstarter is they're going to have some exoskeleton suits for G.I. Wow. Joes, uh, some canine, and then different uh, color schemes and for the Valkyries, which are the females and the males. So And they're, and they're the, like, the base the base figures of a, of a G.I. Joe, right? Like They're pretty much blank canvases for you to customize on. Blank canvases, and also they have little holes where you can plug in different uh, accessories and everything. That's very we'll cool. We'll have to have one on 
uh, next week on yeah. the show. I'll I have think to it's cool. That. I mean, those those companies that you know just sidetrack like those companies that cater towards customizers, like some of those GI Joe ones, that Marauder, and then like Figma's. I think it's so cool because it does allow for like you know an, a, someone just getting into the hobby to be here. You go like a blank pop. You know, here's a blank canvas, paint it up, sculpt it however you want. So that's very cool. Um, yeah, check that out. And for the third time in the news, Sasha Banks came out and said she is not the three-time Raw champion. She's a three-time two-week holder of the belt and that she has lost all confidence because of the way that she's been booked. Really? And a lot of people are speculating after that comment and after a little incident with a fan again that maybe she's got one foot out the door. Thoughts? Wow. I this is the first time hearing about it. I think, uh, you know, this, it's tough because without getting too much into it, I'll let Pat do that. Uh, it's a good time to be a wrestler, and it's a great time to be a wrestling fan because you don't need to stay in the WWE, as the Young Bucks have proved, and countless others, uh, to make Bullet a living. Club. Yeah, Bullet Club, Ricochet, um, my homie Cage. <laughs> it's crazy. You you don't need to be part Pretty of the road. WWE. Just having a good run outside yeah. of WWE, so. Um, so what are what are your thoughts, Pat? My thoughts are that I think if it were me, I absolutely have no confidence left because WWE is basically saying they have no faith in you. I think the first two times they wanted uh, people were complaining that Charlotte Flair was the champion, and so they gave it to someone else, and they said, "No, we really want Charlotte to be the champion." She won it back, and this last time I think maybe might have been. Like we talked about last week, a little bit of punishment, but I it absolutely wouldn't um, Would it go with my you? psyche and mess it up. So I don't blame her for saying that. I hope she sticks around. She's very talented. Yeah, I mean, her and Bailey had a great match, and it'd be awesome to see Bailey come back. And I mean, what's with her getting booed? Even Bailey got booed in Toronto a couple weeks ago. Like, well, people are mad about Bailey's booking because yeah. basically. She's been a jobber as of late, and people are really upset. And WWE is surprised that she's getting booed, but it's not really a surprise. I mean, no. I mean, you bring you bring up a great point. It really is, I think, a case of the fans being upset with the booking versus the actual wrestler. It's like the Roman thing, you know. Like, is, their fans get upset at the way they're being booked, and that's a, that's an unfortunate aspect. And hopefully, the WWE takes note and corrects course because I can't see Bailey as a heel. <laughs> I don't know about you. No, I just don't think it would work with her character. But Billy Graham's upset because Ric Flair said motherfuckers. Oh, my God, really? We're on the uh, – have you seen the video? Yeah, yeah I've seen the video. Yeah. With, on the shirt, it says that I'm still alive that, yeah. and efforts, you know, whatever. It's, of course, somewhat um, – It is censored out. Censored, little, yeah. Yeah. But he's mad because he says that's disrespectful to the fans that prayed for him. And he went on this long, uh, I believe, uh, Facebook uh, post rant about it. Wow, I didn't, I didn't know that. But I would say that, you know, in, in as few words as I can, that's not aimed at his fans whatsoever. I think I Ain't Dead Motherfuckers I, isn't calling his fans that. I think it's calling everyone, you know, that <laughs> would have probably yeah, I mean, thought he I was I think dead. it was just a fun shirt that yeah. he had someone – obviously made it for him and he wanted to wear it and you know it does go along with rick flair persona which billy graham says obviously he has a problem distinguishing his real life from his persona but there's nothing wrong with that no you know? i mean and what would the iron sheik say to 
Billy Graham. <laughs> yeah, he would have two words. One starts with F, one starts with U. So, Jabroni. Uh, anyway, for the first time ever, and this is our last little news piece, and then we'll wrap up the show. Raw will be live on Christmas and New Year's Eve. What are your thoughts about that? I can't imagine attendance is going to be great, but maybe. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. WWE feels like a family-type show, and I think that uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, Vince, I don't see how many people are going to catch it, but I I mean, I know. (laughs) Man, I don't know. I feel bad for the wrestlers. Yeah, I feel bad for the wrestlers. They don't get to spend time with their, their family back home, so... That's a very, yeah. very, very, very good point. That's the only point where I'd come at it from. I mean, as far as uh, promotional, I could see a lot of cool matches to be able to have a celebration. I mean, like Kisses, was it a Christmas special or was it a Halloween special way back when? <laughs> uh, I believe Christmas special, yeah. <laughs> so will Mick Foley come out as Santa Claus? That would be pretty cool. <laughs> All right, folks. This oh, wait, wait. is one more, thing. one more thing. Underground one more thing. podcast. We have one more important piece of information for you. Go. I think we have to talk about Sexy Star being stripped of her Rayla de la Reigns, whatever, how you pronounce it, title. Yeah. Oh, she was actually stripped of her she title? Was stripped of it. That's well, per Vampiro's page. I was uh, thinking about this the other day in great length, more than I probably should. <laughs> But Rosemary has an injury, but no one will say what it is or how bad it is or anything. And it just in the back of my mind, I wonder if this still isn't some kind of work or something. But her being stripped of her title is a very big deal, and I don't necessarily see that there's any reason for it. If this is a legit thing and she actually did injure someone, then yes, she should be stripped of her title. I just – to have a mysterious injury that no one can – quite narrow down to what it is or anything that's kind of weird to me and you know yeah i completely agree uh if this is a work this uh triple a man they they are definitely booking everything right because it is exciting and i don't know about you but i checked out triple mania aerostar did this crazy jump from the raptors like pretty much like from the raptors and uh man triple a is fun to watch like and they got some english commentary so that's always cool even though it kind of sucks um, they should bring in Matt Stryker. So bring Matt Stryker, AAA Vampiro, uh, because you guys could do what NJPW does and have just as so many fans over here in the U.S. Besides, like they a little bit better than Jim Ross, probably. Yeah, besides lucha nerds like me. Uh, yeah, so I think it's. And a, you can I catch the last pay per view on Twitch. You said. Yeah, it's Twitch, and it's, there's a couple streams on YouTube actually, but you didn't hear it from me. Nope. <laughs> but uh. Much. I hope they bring back Taya. If this is legit, bring back Taya because Johnny Mundo was there at Triple Mania and him and Vampiro had an exchange in the ring and uh, I could see them working up an angle for that. Vampiro had said on Stone Cold's podcast a while ago that one of the talents he would love to work with besides Pentagon, which he had at that point, uh, Stone Cold asked him, like, who else would you like to work with? And Vampiro's like, oh, man, I don't know. Uh, None of them, you know need me but especially this guy but i would love to work with him he doesn't need me at this point in the career because he's a star him being johnny mundo and, and then he said johnny, johnny mundo Impact. johnny mundo because he's like johnny mundo is a tremendous talent i would love to work with him so maybe they squash the beef behind doors maybe uh they're gonna have an angle because i think it'd be pretty cool i mean vampiro is one of those guys that i think is 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 still capable of wrestling more so than like the undertaker um yeah but uh, 
and he's hardcore. So I mean, the 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 stigma behind hardcore is that you're not as good of a wrestler. I think that's false, especially if you look like Pagano and, and some of those AAA talents who are hardcore and still really great second, third generation wrestlers. Uh, but Vampiro doing his hardcore. I mean, we both rave about it. The the Pentagon Junior vs Vampiro match at the uh, Ultima Lucha for Lucha Underground season one. You have to watch that match. He still got it. He can take a bump, <laughs> and uh, you don't Absolutely. need to be you don't need to be doing a bunch of high spots or anything if 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 you're Here's old. Here's what I wonder: if you're Johnny Mundo, obviously you don't need AAA right. promotion. So why would you go back in the ring and confront Vampiro if it's not a work? He won his title again. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, but, uh, Johnny Johnny Mundo, yeah, Johnny Mundo won there too. And this that's where very, very Johnny, intriguing. Yeah, it was really cool. You got to see it because Van, or Johnny Mundo actually plays up his persona, which I think is great. And Johnny's the perfect. He's douche. perfected it. He's a, he's a perfect douche, and I love Johnny Mundo, so I don't mean this in an insulting way. But um, he is Johnny Mundo, and he was there in front of the Mexico crowd. He's like, he threw the belt down to Vampiro. He's like, pick it up. You hand it to me. You you know you hand it to me, you scum or whatever, and just shit talking Vampiro. And Vampiro was sitting there like an obedient dog taking it. And then he grabs the mics and he's like Vampiro. And the entire arena, this was their Mexico's biggest gate. I heard this arena was huge. Uh, all started shouting Vampiro. He's like, Vampiro, you cannot Vampiro, come in this Vampiro, ring Vampiro. and ever beat me. These are my people or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. And it was like amazing because it fired up the need for me to want to watch Vampiro versus Johnny Mundo match so bad. And he won the title there. So, I mean, Johnny Mundo, at the end of the day, is a very smart businessman. And I think Vampiro is the guy that if he Fs up, would apologize for it. And I do believe that when he took told you know Johnny bring the title from Taya, he was doing so at the behest of his superiors. I think Johnny is a uh, – Vampiro is a – someone following orders and uh you know it sucks because i feel like he was also the fall guy for that on uh, and hopefully yeah even Johnny caught in the middle of situation yeah yeah and and it wasn't right because taya is I, I like taya way more than i like sexy star and i like sexy star i'm a big sexy star fan but i like taya a lot taya is a cool person i think uh a great wrestler and uh, they need to have her back on AAA. So it would be really cool if they did a feud with Vampiro and Johnny Mundo. Well, if Johnny Mundo's back, back, anything's possible, I would assume. Yeah. I mean, and they're but still friends with... Would... No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and they still have that relationship with GFW. So it opens the door. It's not like they moved on to WWE. So Exactly. Uh, one thing I would say about Sex Stars, they did bring up the fact that she does kind of have an attitude. Uh, yeah. She thinks very highly of herself, to say it nicely. And that's why last time she uh, retired rather than drop the belt because she felt she was above that and didn't need to drop the belt and then was going to go into boxing and came back. So, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of egos going on. Yeah. Things, I mean, but I hope they all work it out because I'd like to see Taya back. Uh, I'm glad Johnny Mundo's back. And there's a lesson we learned there from I think Dr. Wagner Jr. who got lost his mask in a match against Psycho Clown in Triple Mania, and uh, who was also very much about himself and yeah. has done things in the past. So yeah, it is a very good lesson. And I had agree. A, had longevity and you know lasted and did what's right for the business. I think Dr. Wagner Jr. could have easily not put Psycho Clown over 
this at Triple Mania. This I think this is Psycho Clown's second year headlining Triple Mania. Correct me if I'm wrong, especially my Mexico fans. Uh, I think uh, Dr. Wagner Jr. You know ended up doing it right, and he could if he ends up retiring, retire with his head held high because I mean. Dude's a badass, and dude's so ripped at his age. He looks like the world's most interesting man on those Dasaki commercials. So he, he's a stud. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but that's all I had to say. You know, we we're big fans of Lucha, and uh, we had to talk about Lucha. Sexy Star getting her one more shot. Yeah. <laughs> so see you guys next week. Uh, keep it. This touch. has been the Custom Underground Podcast. Episode Thank you five. for tuning in. We love each and every one of you, our fans. This is the reason we do it. Thank you. See you guys later. Custom Underground.